Well, good day. I'm Mark Sylvester, your host for this 805 Conversation, where we talk to fascinating people you'll want to know better. This is your first time listening. Hey, thanks for coming. The 805 Conversations podcast is produced every other week. And please subscribe so you don't miss any of our upcoming shows. Our show is sponsored by California Lutheran University School of Management and Tolman and Weicker Insurance Services. I want to thank them both for their support and continued encouragement. And thanks to my podcasting partner and co-host, Patrick from Polestring Press, for this great studio. Hey, Patrick. Hey, good morning, Mark. How are you? I am well because there is... Uh, as we used to call it in my hometown, liquid sunshine outside. Is that what you call the rain? Li- liquid sunshine. I, I love that. I want to give a shout out. Um, I've been doing this for the last several uh, episodes is that um, we have, I've been noticing frequent listeners. Frequent listeners. And people who write me. Mm-hmm. And I want to shout out to two people, Laura and Keith. Yeah. They're like top of, I've not, I've not met them, oh, yeah. but I've noticed them in the leaderboards. You They're, know, <laughs> I, now I want Laura and Keith, you better write me right now, mark at 805connect.com. There's a very exciting thing when you, when you um, I always say this to, to business owners, uh, like, do you remember the first day somebody was working for you that you hadn't met? And it's like, that's with a podcast, there's really great moments. I, my very first podcast, I remember sitting in a coffee shop and having uh, a very nice man walk up to me and go, are you? are you Patrick? Do you have the podcast? And I said, yeah. And he's like, I just, I listen to that thing every week. And I was like, I don't know you. <laughs> Wait, people are listening that I don't know. Right. Amazing. Right. Amazing. And, and that's, and, and I love that. So Lauren Keith, uh, hey, please Lauren. introduce yourself yeah. to us. Uh, and I'd like to introduce you all to a returning guest. Oh my God. Yeah. Christopher Michael from pixel pod media. Christopher, how are you? Uh, wet. <laughs> you're, you're wet. Uh, for those of you, we talk about conversations a lot. We are having a continuing conversation. Christopher, you were last on the show in September of 2015, a while no ago. No way. Wow. Yes, really? he was totally. Wow. Wow. He was, well, the first time was in February of 2015, before we had a podcast. We've gotten so big. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, but I looked at the title, and the title was The Web Can Be Scary. Be sure you have a plan. Oh, right. And, yeah. um, and, Scary and, web. And so I want to I, I, w- I want to spend our time today talking about that because you and I because you know I mean I, I run several different sites mm-hmm. and uh, for each of the projects and we have this ongoing conversation that I think we need to share with the world because uh, it, it, it's so funny you'll say to me Mark we talked about this eight times already <laughs> <laughs> and and you're so patient with me so first I want to shout out thank you for being patient because some of it uh, some of it sticks mm. and actually I then pass it on um, I, I'm a new fan of this acronym so do to s o d o t o see one do one uh, oh. teach one right and so it's I hear it from you then I do that thing, and then I teach one of my clients mm-hmm. that thing. And so that's how I'm cementing it. I feel like that came out of the uh, the medical tents. It's totally medical. Yeah. I did research on yeah. it because someone had said that, oh, you're just sudoking me. And I was like, whoa, no, why, what did I do? And <laughs> I looked it up. So, so Christopher, let's start off. You know, the, the web is is vital to anybody in business, right? In fact, I even think I was talking, I was coaching someone the other day, and I said, yeah, I love the name of your business. Can you get the URL? 
Right. Right. Yeah. And and that almost drives the decision of what, yeah. what that business yeah. is. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> no, it, it is for me. Oh, I, I mean, know. I, I'm, I'm dealing with a client right now. Who, the, the name of their business has changed based on the variation of the URL they were able to get. Well, you helped. Um, I'm, I'm going to start a new show, another mm -hmm. podcast uh, for TEDx organizers. Right. And you helped me with that. Uh, in fact, go on record now, you gave us the name, Hacking the Red Circle, right. which says everything. And it's great, as I tell people that's the name of it, they just, they lean in. Because yeah. they want to <laughs> nice. learn, which was what your whole yeah. point was, because I won't even go to my name, lame names that I had. <laughs> Uh, for <laughs> well, you know, come on. Just, you, you, I would have had lame names too. You just had them for me, right? Just, you know. We call this one the Mister TEDx Podcast. <laughs> yeah, Mister TEDx Face, right? Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> so, so what's your take on on why why it having an internet? It's I almost feel like you need an internet strategy first, but that's probably wrong. Why? How has the web become so vital to our business? Well, consider this. Um, you know, people who are starting businesses now, new businesses, right? They, they all know, oh, I need a web presence. I need a website. So that's, it's, for, for them, it's not a challenge. They, they understand I need to be on the web. Um, I, I kind of get why I need to be on the web. But consider older businesses, businesses like brick and mortar kind of, you know, I don't know you're a plumber, right? Or you install radiant heating or, you know, that sort of thing. You've had a business for 25 years. It's a family business. You've always had a website, but the website was nothing to write home about. It was just something to kind of be there and give people information. Now you're realizing, oh, you know, we need our website to do stuff for us, you know, to maybe generate some leads or to just do something other than be there as a sort of extended business card. So, so that's, that's one of your use, use cases, and I, I see it all the time. People come to me who have a site. We had the site built six years ago, uh, 10 years ago. The thing's garbage. It's not working for us. Ah, what do I do? I, I know that there's something more here, right? So that's part of the question. Another part of it is that the, think of the phone book. Ask a millennial. When was the last time you used a phone book? They'll just roll their eyes I at you, I saw it right? as I was dumping it you into my the, recycling bin. You mean in my um, on my, my phone, my phone book on my phone, or on my No, computer? no, no, not like your contact list. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, that, that's funny. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Did I lure you in? Yeah, 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 yeah. You walked oh right in there. God, yeah. thanks an awful lot. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's so weird. I see I see the quarterly or annual or by, and I can't even remember how, how frequently it happens, the delivery of the phone book. I, I, I'm offended by that because it's so wasteful. Because what I do is I take these, these two phone books that are delivered to my home yep. on a fairly yep. regular intervals, and I carry them over to the recycle bin, and I just yep. toss them right in. I, I don't even unwrap it from the plastic. Right, me either. I wish I could opt out, because it just seems a huge waste. Right. So what do you do now? You, you pull, up, pull out your smartphone, and you pull up Yelp, or you, mm. you, know, or mm -hmm. you just do a mm -hmm. Google search you know, for something, right? My, and, my picture uh, of a hardware store in Los Angeles on Google just hit 100,000 views. Nice. They sent that to me and they said, you've been very helpful to other other viewers of Google. I just happened to take a picture of it and put it on the, on the Google site. No kidding. Site. It's so stupid. Oh, my God. Well, but that's their phone book. Well, do you, remember right. how, you, do you remember how the phone book used to get gamed? Like, how would yeah. we game the phone book? Yeah. You, do you have an answer to this? Triple A. I'm yeah, a triple A plumber. Or, yeah. or a quadruple Z. Yeah, A1 right. plumber. You know, right. A recording studio. You right. know, so, right. so, so you'd, you'd rise to the top. Well, that's ridiculous. No, no, you're talking about an available a domain name. Right. informing the name of your business. Well, the name of your business would be based on how you wanted to game the phone book. 
Right. So you were called, you know, A1 Plumbing or something like that, right? So um, we're, we're, or, or, or uh, I always liked, I always liked the, uh, you'd, you'd name it uh, the comic book store. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you'd name it whatever the literal thing you mm-hmm. were because you were then the comic book store. Right. So when somebody looked it up, oh, it's that's the com- – you wouldn't call it Bob's Comics. You'd call it the comic book yeah. store. Yeah, so, it's, so consider the paradigm. That's all phone book based. So now you take away the phone book, but a lot of our mindset, a lot of our programming – is is around that? It's, it's around a paradigm that's that's kind of fallen away. Right. It's, it's like building, you know, it's like making a building, right? You put, you put up a whole bunch of wood, and then you pour concrete into the wood, and then you pull the form away, and what you have left is so what's the new paradigm? Well, it's the web, right? So you want to rank for something. If, if I search for, like, let, let's say that you're selling um, you're selling jars of sauerkraut, right? So I'm going to search for sauerkraut in jars, right? And it's going to give me the stores local to me, local to where I'm standing at the moment because the smartphone knows my IP address. It knows where I am. But I'm flying to Phoenix later this afternoon, and I want sauerkraut there. And that's a much harder find. Sauerkraut Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? You go, you know, Mm -hmm. Yelp, local Mm -hmm. to Phoenix. So what's important is as a local business person, you have to have a website that's optimized for your area. And you've, you've got to be telling a story. You've got to be having a conversation that's relevant to the people who would find you. Yeah, so, but can my nephew do that? I'm pretty sure my nephew's pretty smart at stuff like that. Can I just have him do it? Absolutely. <laughs> no, Absolutely, yeah. And, and you're going to wind up, you're going to want, you get what you pay for. Yeah. You know, I have this conversation mm. all the time, and I don't mm. want to get into this this rat hole um, because this is this is a potential fork, and it just goes to places that that, it, that it's a different conversation. A colleague of mine texted me yesterday and said, "Hey, I'm having a crisis of faith. WordPress or Squarespace?" Oh God! And, and, and I said, <laughs> "Well, that is." That I, is I, I said, yeah. "Really, really? You're asking me this?" So it's it, it, so my answer to him was, "It all depends upon the sorts of customers you're trying to attract." You're trying to attract, you know, the very small, very, very small business with very, very narrow, narrow point of view. Or are you trying to attract the customer who's growing, wants to scale, wants control of their web presence? You know, uh, Squarespace is sort of like the guy who wants a girlfriend, you know, kind of kind of wants some companionship and wants to hang out. But WordPress is the guy who wants to be married and wants right. the, the perks right. of a marriage and wants right. to build something. And, and that's the difference between Squarespace and and, uh, and, and, and WordPress. But we're not going to go down that rat no. hole because we're staying w- uh, way, way above that. Well, that, that, that that's, um, that's the answer. Here. What, what, what about my nephew? Can't my, my nephew does this. He makes logos. I just I, I know it's, a, it's an argument that you end up having over and over again to, to hire people to do the things that you need done. But it's the same way where it's like, do you call your nephew to come over and fix your plumbing? Do you call your nephew to come over and fix your car? No, you go to experts and you have your right. experts right. deal with right. it. Just because your nephew uses a toilet and has a car doesn't mean that they're the ones that should fix things. Right, right. We have this, con- you and I have this conversation, which is that the, your website has a job to do. Mm-hmm. It's not your brochure. It's uh, oh, That's it, it, so good. Right? Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's a job. So what what is the job? And, and you actually said that to me that um, you, you asked the question. I couldn't answer it. It sucked. Well, you said, what's the job of your business card? Right. And I said, uh, so people can get in touch with me? And you're like, no. Right. And it's the job of the business card is to get them to the website. Mm, mm. And, I, and that yeah. that was only just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And that really, really stuck with me. Uh, so what in, in a sentence is the job of the website? Uh, it, it, does it have just I, one I'm, job? I'll need to jump back a second. So our, our conversation a long time ago was uh, about having a plan, right? Right. And what gets missed is that 
you know, every single component of your marketing strategy, uh, including your business card, has a role. Okay. And that role is going to be different from, from person to person, from brand to brand. Right? It's, it's going to be different. But your business card has a job to do. Your website has a job to do. Your Facebook has a job to do. Right? That brochure that you're printing out, that has a specific job to do. And what's vital is that you identify what role is assigned to what piece of marketing. Huh. So, so... so your business card, let's say that, talk about my business card for a second. My business yep. card does three things. It has three roles. The first role is to impress you. Okay. Right? Okay. Because okay. I'm in I'm in design. A big part of what I do is design, right? Okay. So you, you look at my business card and you go, Oh wow, that looks really good. Nice. I like the card. But what's important is that it looks better than the card you got yesterday from that other web developer. Okay. Right? That other Fair. web strategist. Fair. That's that's Fair. what's important. Okay. The second part is to get you on the phone. That card wants card. to, yeah, my card wants to get you on the phone with me because I know that if you get on the phone with me, I can either close you into the next step, maybe not a sale, but the next step in the sales pipeline, right. or in that conversation, I can weed you out as someone uh, for whom there's not a good fit. Right. Right? The third uh, job of my, uh, the third role of my business card is to get you to the site because the site's going to give you some more information. The site is going to inspire you a bit more than the business card can. It's a limited format. Right, 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 but right. But the, the business card is a seed. It's the beginning of a conversation. It's something that, that, that will land really well in this room. You know, it's, a, it's an ongoing conversation. And the business card is step one in that conversation. So, so I'll, I'll let you take this if you want. Or we can, well, we can I, so, answer your question. So I'm thinking of homework for myself, mm. and which could be for my listener right now, Laura and Keith. Pay attention. Uh, <laughs> I keep. I'm now suddenly wondering: Is it okay that Laura and Keith know that we know that they're listening? Well, I didn't do last names, and I didn't do country. Okay, nicely. So, done. Right. so okay. I'm preserving <laughs> the anonymity of them. Uh, but as soon as you write me, I'm going to out you. So just so you know that. Uh, I, I'm thinking that I'm going to go home. And I'm looking at my uh, lines of effort on outreach, so mm. Facebook, social, the, mm. all the various things, uh, email, uh, business card, web, you know, just kind of sure. be exhaustive in that and then make a table. Mm. And then, like, what's the role of every one of those things? And I think that if I couldn't clearly articulate that quickly, mm -hmm. I should probably not be doing it. Ah, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, people say this to me all the time around, say, uh, Facebook's a good example. Oh, I need to be on the Facebook, right? Everyone's about on Facebook. Facebook, yes. You know, I was told I need to be on Facebook. Okay, yeah. great. Why? Uh, you, you have to be on Facebook, right? Okay, what are you going to do with it? Right? You're, you're going to run... As a business. We're talking Facebook as a business, not Facebook just to keep in touch oh, with Oh, yeah, sure, friend. sure. Right? Yeah, sorry. Having a page. Yeah, as a business tool. Stuff. So right. it's just one of the components in your, in your web strategy. So if you can't answer, why am I going to be on this platform? If you can't answer that, But don't it's also be there. The, the, the job. I, I like thinking of it as a job. Like you have this, mm -hmm. I'm hiring Facebook to do a job for me. Like if that was it, if I was hiring Facebook yeah. to do a job for What's me. That job? What's, What's that job? Description? What's the job description? Yeah. I've never thought of it that way. So I'm going to think about it that way because I, as you know, I'm in lots of different things and this would probably be good discipline mm -hmm. for me. So like what's the job description of your website, for instance? A lot of people think that their site is going to um, sell their product or service. Okay. Now, in the case of e-com, you know, this is a little bit different. Like e-commerce. E-commerce. Like, I'm going somewhere to buy a case of bottles of water. Like, yes. I'm already ready to buy bottles of water. 
So I land on a site, I'm maybe price matching, I found the water I want, I'm going to buy it. Right. We're not talking about that. We're talking about websites for businesses that are more service-oriented, mm. right? So You're not it, selling products off of the website. Yeah, I'm selling services. So, so in my case, I sell websites, and the websites can cost anywhere from $7,000 to $20,000, right? right? My website is never going to sell a $20,000 website. Well, it has once, but the, I mean, don't count on that. And the prospect was incredibly ready to buy, and uh, my message just really resonated with him. But that's not normal, right? What's normal is that people will hit your website and... The goal of the website is to give them enough information, but more to inspire them to take the next step. What's that next step? Well, for me, it's get on the phone or fill out a contact form. It's not going to be to sell them a website. And that's what people get really stuck on. Oh, my website needs to sell. Right? What's, the, what, what's the best case scenario? Somebody hits my site, buy something. That's not how user behavior works. So in... in a lot of the people that listen to the show are in professional services in one way or another. So your point then is the job of the website is what I thought the business card was, was to get them to call me. Mm. So it's to get them to say, um, you know, who is this person? Are they credible? Can I, do I even want to talk to them? So all, all of those kinds of things. And because when I have that conversation, that's the kind of relationship I'm actually going to have with this person. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a phone or Skype or yeah. kind of relay. And that's our work is going to look like that. So let's start it out that way. Yeah, there's a sales pipeline. And there, there's no better asset than your sales team. And maybe your sales team is a person of one who's yep. really good at selling your product and service. Or yep. Maybe you have a sales force. The website is, is a support structure for that sales team. The sales team is going to get on, on the phone. They're going to have a conversation with somebody who's in need. Yes. I've uh, studied sales pipelines for a while mm. and tried to abstract them into the four or five steps of a pipeline. Do you have a, a go-to formula for the sale? Like mine is awareness, interest, knowledge, liking, commitment. And what are the steps at each one of those things? And you lose people all the way down the line. What What is your, do you have something like that for a pipeline? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, that's sort of a different kind. That's that's not necessarily a website conversation. I mean, every, every business has to have their sales story down. And this is sales 101, right? This isn't, this isn't even web strategy. It's everything that you know about sales, uh, and I'll get to this later when we start talking about the, 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 market, the marketing uh, point of view, um, it's all applicable, right? It's all applicable to web. It's still a sales process, and you over time work out your sales process. So if you're a mom and pop kind of brick and mortar store uh, uh, business, you're even a plumber, you know the conversation that, that works and you know the conversation that doesn't work. Right, right. right? Usually, right. For, you know, in the, in, the, in the case of a plumber, somebody who calls you is calling you in crisis. So you have to be able to uh, present yourself as the solution to that crisis. Yes, we mm. can definitely help you. Yes, we've seen this a million times. Yes, mm -hmm. we've done a lot of these. Mm -hmm. We're experts in mm -hmm. this. Uh, let us come on over and, and fix this for you. Whatever that conversation is, that conversation may require three or four calls. Um, it may require a handoff to a person who knows that field better. You've got to identify what your sales pipeline looks like. And then the website feeds that pipeline. But how does the website feed the pipeline is the real question. Okay, so answer that. You hit a website that is full of information. What do you do? What do you do with that information? Some people, and this is a very, very small demographic, will sit there and read a website. I'm going to read all the pages on this website. 
most people don't have the time, energy, or inclination to do anything like that. So essentially what needs to happen is someone lands on your website. And, and by the way, somebody lands on your website, you've just won big time. Like, you know, oh. <laughs> obtaining traffic is the challenge, right? Right. right. And sure. uh, to, as an aside, I, I, I hear all the time of people building a website and they say, oh, well, we, we need to get people out to Facebook from the site. No. no. People come to your site from Facebook. Keep them. So people mm. come to your site. That's what you want. You want people to come to your site. You, want, you don't want right. people to go off to Facebook so after got, they come to So they've landed site. on the site. They're on your site. Huzzah. Right. So the first thing that you need to do is appeal to them. So I've landed on the website. I need to see something that I can relate to. Okay. I can relate to. Something speaks to me. So um, right on the website is, you've got this problem? Hmm. Oh, wow, yeah, I actually do have that problem. Okay, so now I'm relating. And a lot of this is told graphically. So you want to build trust. And the selection of brand colors is important. The selection of background images. You want to soothe the person who's coming to your site. The person who's coming to your site has a problem. The first thing you want to do is let them know, this is cool. We've got you. Do you think people fail a lot to get to, to realize what those questions are? Only all the time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And this is this is a very important exercise. You know, identify, know thy market, right? No, no. Why when when some know who's coming mm -hmm. and looking at it? I'm just I'm thinking the other day I was looking at a website trying to find this this answer to this one very simple question about the subject of the website, and mm -hmm. I just I couldn't find it on the website anywhere anywhere on their site. And I thought, am I asking the wrong question, or did they build the wrong site? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if they didn't anticipate the variations on the questions, at least you know four or five, six variations of that question, that they, then they have missed the boat. So the, your visitor lands, they need to be able to identify themselves as a prospect right away. And of course, that's not the language they're using. The language they use is, oh, I think I might have found the right, the, the right team, the right firm, the right, the right business to, to help me out. So the first thing that needs to happen is that relatedness. And the relatedness comes with a bit of trust. And you need to communicate right away, okay, you've got this problem. I know you've got this problem. You know you've got this problem. We've seen this problem before. This is the first time you've ever needed to tackle it, but it's not the first time we've tackled it. We've, mm, we've got mm, you here, mm. right? So now I feel safe. I feel safe, and I feel like you can, you can uh, solve my problem. Now, the second message that needs to be delivered, uh, now, now I, I don't mean that these need to go in linear order. It's just that this message also needs to be delivered, is that... I need to inspire you in some way or another. And Give me an example of that. Well, Mark, you've, you're coming to my site because you've got a problem. And the problem is your traffic is low. Like you, you, you have poor traffic to your website, let's say, right? Okay, sure. So you come to my site. I need some help with traffic. I'm not getting the traffic I need. I understand that in order to make sales, I need X amount of people hitting my homepage every month, and I only have Y amount of people, and I need X, right? So the first thing I'm going to communicate is, hey, how's your traffic strategy working out there, pal? And you're going to go, oh, my God, my traffic strategy is awful. I need help with that. Then I lay something inspiring upon you. What if we could triple your traffic in 90 days? Okay. Okay. Then you start to go, oh, well, let's see if I could triple. Well, well I could do this, and this would happen. And oh, okay. So you start to see what life looks like mm. with that problem solved. Wait, say that again. I, that was, yeah. You start to be able to envision what life looks like 
after that problem gets solved for you, mm. uh, or, or more importantly, after I solve that problem. For well, you. So, <laughs> see, and that's that's the huge thing, right? Like, it's 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 the it's the uh, the elephant with the thorn in the pot, you know, like mm. like you or the lion or whatever. Lion, like yeah, you you yeah. can't see past this problem yeah. to even know that that you have bigger problems or that there's or that it's possible that this thing's going to go away that someday this will be different well i'll, I'll tell you um i have empirical evidence to support this your average small business owner can't see past the thorn on a yeah. day-to-day basis that's the day-to-day is crisis management and of a thorn of a thorn right, right. you yeah. know like 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 right. the other three paws are working the teeth are in play like yeah. everything's good to go <laughs> they are still the king of the jungle but this damn thorn, yeah, and, yeah, it's absolutely. Like, and every day there's a new thorn in a different paw, mm-hmm. and that's all you do is you just spend all day long trying to get that thorn out. And yep. the moment you get it out, you're like, oh, oh, here's another one. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's. I'm like, really attracted to that analogy. Yes, I really I, I, that. I'm, I'm so with <laughs> well, you. I want to talk about Daniel in the den right well, now. Well, here, here's another one. Uh, if if you've ever had a fluffy dog, I have a Maltese, mm-hmm. and uh, you walk that Maltese in the summer. And uh, it just comes back full of burrs and briars, right? So you spend, you know, you spend 15 to 20 minutes walking the dog and an hour brushing it out, right? And that's what business is, that that's yeah. business. Yeah. That little dog is, you know, walking that dog is business. It's that thing, like, every time I try to do something, I get further behind through the action of trying. Yeah. Yeah, and so as, as so a business owner, you've got to them. understand Give that. Give them some hope. Yeah, you've got to understand where your customer's coming from, right? Your customer's a small business owner or medium business owner, and, and they're dealing with stuff. You've got to understand that stuff, right? So as Patrick said, know, know your market. So the visitor needs to feel confident that you're the person who can apply that solution mm-hmm. and provide that, that picture that you're inspiring them into. So the site's got to build trust and relatedness. The biggest mistake that I see time after time after time in fact, this is almost 100% of the time, is people build websites that are full of information about themselves. Here's what, here's what Brand X does. Here's how Brand X does it. Um, you know, here's our story. And, and then, you, then you have a CV that's like three pages long, right? Here's our bio, a you know, super long bio. Nobody's interested in that. Uh, or, or I should say fewer than 25% of the people visiting your site are interested in that. You should always tell your brand story, but don't have it be first and foremost. The language on your site needs to appeal to me. It needs to be about me. Your, your website needs to be about me, not about you. Hmm. I imagine this is the, when you get to that restaurant and it's kind of maybe an older restaurant and you've got three pages, the big plastic pages of the history of the restaurant. Right. And on the back page, there's a very small menu that talks about what they have for sale. Right. Like, it's like, I don't need the biography of the owner for the last 20 years. I, if I want that, I'll go read it next to the door on the way out. But like that idea of like, don't give me, don't give me the biography and nothing but the biography. Like I'm already here. Yeah, so, you, yeah, yeah. I'm already no, no. here. Like oh, I get it. You have, you, but that's so it, that, that's it right there. You're already there. You're already seated. You're right. already about to <laughs> buy a meal. We got, you you. got the sales conversation over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now was, tell I, me my options. I, I, I was in London. I got, I got this meeting with a guy who no, I didn't me. think <laughs> I could meet. I could ever get in front of, and I got introduced to him, and I had time with him. And seven minutes into it, he looks at me. and He goes, "Stop." Hmm. Go what? He goes, "I'm in. I'm I'm here." You can stop selling. Yeah. And I was, awesome, thank you. Now <laughs> let's talk about your problem. Let's really talk about your problem. Yeah. So you, you've, so th- this makes me think about tone of voice. Oh, yeah, right? sure. So the, the, so the tone of voice now is, and I, I love that the website has a tone of voice. Mm-hmm. And so how do you make that tone of voice 
about them, about the prospect? Well, do you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if you hit my side, I, I kind of have my tongue fir- firmly planted in my cheek, but that's just sort of me anyway. Right. No, that's right? how you are, right? So, so that's a way to talk about yourself without talking about yourself just by using tone of voice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I get, you know, who I am gets communicated uh, kind of between the lines. Right. Right. Um, it, you know, it's, it's, it's important that you develop a brand voice, um, but uh, th- there's only so much uniqueness you can put in there. Okay, so brand voice sounds to me like, as you know, I work with J. Walter Thompson, and mm. they're thinking of brand voice for global brands. Sure. The person listening to the show is small business. Right. Like, this is not even in their consciousness to think about a brand voice, or is it? Well, it's, it's generally not in their consciousness, but it should be, and it could be. There, there's... You're saying the, big, the, the little guy should be using the tools of the big guy, should be using the... the Actually, uh, actually, I'm saying exactly the opposite, Patrick. It's, it's an astute question. Um, typically, I think that small businesses try to emulate their bigger brothers, mm. and they end up writing this. You know, they they, they use um, they'll use a large brand as a boilerplate to write very very dry copy that doesn't communicate anything. Mm. The larger the brand, and I I have example. You know, I, I've experienced with this with sure, certain New York sure. ad agencies. Yeah, it's impossible for them to pivot. They're too big. They're just too big to pivot. And if they wanted to change an ad campaign, oh, first it would have to go to legal. And, you know, legal would have to go over. It. So there was, uh, it's very difficult to create a brand voice if, uh, the, you know, if you've always got legal looking at it. If you, so no, it but what I'm saying is, is that the, dry. The, the small business needs to have a brand voice. They need to have a brand voice, but they need to not be emulating their larger brothers. No, I was just meaning like emulating the, the, the idea of having a brand voice because I think that, that many small products or small companies sure. wouldn't, wouldn't acknowledge that that's part of what, this kind of goes back to this like, like, is this even in my hunting ground? Is this yeah, even something yeah. I should care about? And it's like, yeah, clearly they well, should. Well, here's a good example, I think, to, that, that'll illustrate your, uh, your, your question. Um, but this happens all the time. But there's one client that I'm, uh, we're launching a site this week. Uh, it's Friday, so I guess this weekend. <laughs> um, their, their existing site is all about them. It's all about them. We provide the service. We do this. We've been doing this for 30 years. We, we do this. Us, 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 us. And they found, oh, our site doesn't convert well. Well, yeah, it doesn't convert well because it's a conversation about yourself. You're standing in a phone booth talking about you, right? Instead, <laughs> Great business meeting. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's essentially what the meeting was. They said, okay, how do we fix this? Yeah. So the new site we're about to launch, the first message you see on their site is like, uh, I'm not going to out them by, by, by saying what the message is, but it's all about the visitor. Yeah. And then the second message that's on the website is like, hey, you, you've got this real concern. That's okay. We've, we've addressed this concern for others. We can address it for you as well. So the entire, the entire homepage is all about the visitor. It's all about what's possible should you elect to partner with us. It's not quite humble, but it's something like that where it's kind of saying like, like I, it's exactly what you've both just been saying, but like, I don't need to beat you over the head. Mm. I, I need I need to hold your hand. Right. And you need to know that I'm here to hold your hand and not, you know, have this kind of like Imagine yeah. how great you're gonna feel after you have that dinner. I'm still yes. stuck on that. I'm still stuck on that no, statement. No, that's, that's, you know, like imagine the aftermath that we're I, going to fix th- this. Here, here's something that, you know, Patrick, th- this is this is great. I, I'm I'm glad that you said humble, right? So you brought yeah. up humil- humility. Yeah. This is th- I, I didn't even come in prepared to think about this, but the, you Man, this is awesome. That's why we do this. So here's the thing with humility. Let's say business owners need to get over this. There is, uh, especially in the American culture, we have this need to appear 
as though we possess humility. We need to appear humble. We need to appear that we have, but, uh, but, but it's all about the appearance. It's not about actually possessing the humility. So here's, here's what I say. A business owner has to understand what they're an expert in. They've got to really understand, look, I know, I know how to do this better than anyone else in my city. I'm really the best on my block at this. So what, I'm going to write a whole bunch of copy that wraps that in a, la- in a blanket of humility? Well, that's inauthenticity. Right. The truth mm-hmm. is, Patrick, I know how to help you. I understand your problem because I've helped 50 people with your problem. I've seen this problem. It's like a doctor. The doctor's like, look, I've seen, I've seen you don't patients want a, before. You don't want a doctor being like, <laughs> like, well, I don't know. I might be able to help. Yeah, yeah exactly. Be, the doctor's maybe, like, I don't know. look, I, I've, I've done a lot of these exams. This right. is cool. You know, right. we're, we're going to get through this. No problem. So my, my content needs to speak that way. It needs to speak with mm. confidence. And, and I don't mean bragging like we're so good. We're the best. <laughs> Didn't you see this diploma? It's from Harvard. Yeah, right. That should be enough for you. How dare you question me? I had it printed at Kinko's, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so, it, yeah, I, I need to be able to say, hey, look, I get your problem and I can fix it. I can fix it really well. Now, here's a portfolio so that you can look at other 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 people that for whom I've oh my fixed God. this. That is such a pain when I when I go to a site and I can't find password. I can't find like what wh- show me you in action. Show me yeah. you succeeding at doing this. Don't just tell me you can do it. Well, remember we talked about building trust, right? That's yeah. a big part of the trust. If I can show you evidence. Yeah. So, okay, so stand humility for a second cuz you and I have talked about authenticity. And tone of voice is like if I if I we've had hundreds of coffees together and I know <laughs> that I know this that you're irreverent and I know you're I know who you are. And if I go onto your site and I can through the tone of voice, which is graphic and text and all of that stuff, mm-hmm. it's not going to be a surprise when I talk to you and you talk the way you are. I'm going to go, I like that. I yeah. mean, in fact, yeah. I like that a lot. And and there wasn't any false, who, I'm not like uh, purporting that this is all about you and really as soon as you talk to me, it's all about me. Mm-hmm. That's a bust, right? Mm-hmm. That's not authentic, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that, that authenticity authenticity needs to just pervade everything, which is really more like a core value of who you are as a human, and it just shows up on your website. Yeah, I, I, I worked with a, I, I worked um, as an admin manager in a, in a company once, and uh, my job... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, thanks for admitting Yeah, that. yeah. My, my job every every Monday morning was basically brand apologist. Uh, oh, basically, man. Jesus. I, I, w- I would call people up and apologize for, for what the technicians and, w- and actually what the business owners were had done the week before. Oh, my God. And uh, th- so this this kind of got me thinking like, okay, if, if these guys can stay in business, conducting business the way that they do conduct business, what 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 might it look like if they actually conducted themselves with, uh, with you know, different behaviors like integrity and ethics and maybe compassion and understanding? And um, so I, I founded my business kind of kind of based on that. Um, uh, I won't I won't tell you my business's motto, my company motto here on a, here on the air because I, I don't think I can cuss on a podcast. You totally can cuss. All right, uh, my brand's motto is "Give a shit." Okay. No, really. That whole thing, give a shit. No, really. <laughs> and I, you know, all of all of the people that work with me, I, I, all the people who work with me get that lecture before we start working. So I would rather say to somebody, hey, you know what, I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to that, but I'll find out rather than bullshit my way through that conversation. It's not okay. That's absolutely not okay for me. So Wait, it, wait, so how do you pretend to do that? 
how do I pretend to do that? <laughs> that's, you know, like that's that's what I mean. I mean, it's yeah. like, I think there's this confusion where it's like, well, I'm going to bring in this, I'm going to bring in this ad guy, this design guy, this right. guy who's going to really help me build out my my brand, uh, and he'll show me how to fake it. All right, you know, it's fine, mm-hmm. fine. Let's have that conversation. <sighs> Um, this is something I didn't know if I was going to unveil. Because you're not right. You're not faking it. This is this is this is perfect. So, um, there's something that I'm working on right now. It's it's not quite on the hush hush. I don't know if it's going to end up being an educational product or a seminar. I'm not sure. But it's it's built around something that I'm calling authenticity marketing. Okay. Right. And it's a which g- sounds like that right there. Those uh, two terms. That's an oxymoron. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Right, those two things. No, exactly, no, no, no. exactly, oh. exactly, exactly. And I might rename this be- just because of the sort of difficulty that we have around that nomenclature, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, Jumbo it's, shrimp. it's still, yeah, it still rings true. So it, it's exactly what it sounds like. You know, marketing campaigns that are truthful, inspiring, and exclude any of the old ways of doing things. And this not only goes into your brand voice, but it also goes into your behavior and the way that you, uh, the way that you organize your sales pipeline and the way that you craft your conversation. I, w- I want to give you an example. There's, a <laughs> there's an old school web guy um, who will not be named because I don't want to get sued. Um, but he, <laughs> he's been in the marketplace a long, long time. You know, who, you guys know who he is. He sort of leads the pack on the gray stuff. You know, he sells seminars for tons of money. He teaches people how to fill email pipelines with sensationalism and half-truths and in order to move you from one stage of the pipeline to the next. So I've fallen for some of these techniques in the past. You probably have too. There's a lot of methods in inauthenticity marketing, traditional marketing. It's sort of like you go into Whole Foods and there's organic and conventional. So let's say conventional marketing, right? Um, <laughs> Which I love just as a brand when they, they came up with that. I'm like, oh, this is a conventional apple. Wait. Do they mean that it's using the newest science and technology? Yeah, I know exactly. Pesticides. Well, I, oh, I love. I yeah, love that. Very conventional. I love that meme, you know, or what your grandmother knew as an apple. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So I'm sort of having a conversation about going back there, like before Mad Men, before Mad Men started to craft the art of the sale. All these web guys like to think of themselves think of themselves as one of the cast from Mad Men, right? Well, what happened before that was I had a bucket of apples. You hungry? Yeah. Right? My apples, are, you can see my apple, right? I don't I like need, the, the apple sells itself. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You just need to know where I will be with my bucket of apples. That's the main sale. Well, right. Well, check this, check this out. This, this old school web guy launched a campaign on Facebook. And uh, so I saw it and I said, okay, I want to see what a sales pipeline looks like now. So I signed up for it. And um, <laughs> that sounds like a very good weekend for you. No, this no, 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 no. You're gonna love this. So his 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 ad campaign was something to the effect of get new clients without being salesy or annoying. Okay. And I was like, you know, first consider the source. This is gonna be interesting. So yeah. I signed up. It was free, you know. So I gave him my email address. Right. I, I just wanted to receive the secret, and I really wanted to see what his sales process looked like now. So check this out. That was on the 14th of December. That's 65 days ago, as of today. Okay. Right. As of today, I've received 77 emails from him. <laughs> hmm. Seriously, yeah, yeah. 77 hmm. emails in his sales pipeline in the over the course of 65 days. There's more than an email a day. Yeah. And his whole course was about how to get new customers without being salesy or annoying. Yeah. Yeah. It's it sounds like it's totally working too. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I'm sure that it works for some people, yeah. and they either move on to the next pipeline. Do you or, think he's yeah. missing? Okay. So let's 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 see, let's analyze him just for a second as as an investigation of how you analyze things like this. Mm-hmm. Not not as a like moral judgment one way or the other on whether he 
he's doing a good job or not. That's sure, up sure, to sure. him. You know, do you, what do you think that the, the major flaws in in that pipeline are? Is it that he is misunderstanding the client and that they don't want to see 77 emails mm-hmm. or is it that he's misrepresenting his technique? What, what do you think as the expert? It's, it's all about his goal. His yeah. goal is not to provide an incredibly high. Well, so what he says is I provide an incredibly high quality product that will help you no matter where you are in any stage of your business. Even that's, if you that, don't like apples, these right. are the apples for you. That's what he says. But his commitment is not to your growth as a business owner. His commitment is not to your success. His commitment is to sell as many apples as he can to as many suckers as he can mm-hmm. as quickly as he can. It's, it's, it's a cash grab. So his commitment is sell as many as possible. It's a numbers game. I need to move through the numbers quickly, and I'm going to spend X on Facebook, and I'm going I'm to— He's willing to forfeit the relationship that, that, that you— He's will... not after a relationship. Um, See, he's not um, after the relationship. He's going to sell you um, what, in the mar- what in the marketplace used to be called a box of shit. Yeah. And you, you, you know what's I in the— I don't need you to come back for that box of shit. Exactly. Well, I'll just sell to somebody new tomorrow. And you know what's in the box. Yeah. You know exactly what's in the box. It's three DVDs, a workbook, a cassette that yeah. you can listen to on the commute, right? So the, the methodology for selling the box of shit hasn't changed. But what's important is all these marketers are out there selling the process of how to sell the box of shit. But what's, what's fallen <laughs> the to the— The shit's never getting better. But what's fallen to the wayside is that the stuff that's in the box is of— utter of, of just completely no importance what's yeah. important is the process of how to sell the box Man. so the commitment that hurt my, i literally my stomach sinks as you say that yeah well what what's yeah. what's authenticity marketing then well first it's not that yeah right, right? it's not that authentic authenticity marketing can only happen when your commitment to the services you provide matches the conversation that you're having with people mm. So if you're, commi- if, if you're in a services business, but you don't care about the people you're serving, find another line of work. Yeah, that's not services. So say, I want to say, so, can, so authenticity marketing can only happen when the commitment to the services you provide matches the conversation you're having around that, around, right. those, around, around yourself. So we're back to conversation. We're back to conversation. But, you know, I'm always sort of interested in, in there's, there's sort of a concept of like, you know, there's the way that I see myself, right? And then there's the way that other people see me. And um, I, I think for most people, you know, we, we like to think that we hide our insecurities well. We like to think that we're... I've got no poker tells. Yeah, nobody, right. Nobody can see when I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah, or the emperor's got new clothes, right? So right. we're standing in, 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 in our culture, we're standing in our society completely naked. Everybody can see us. You know, everybody can see that we're hiding this, and we're hiding this, and we're hiding this, and we're not entirely honest about this. Everyone can see that stuff, but we pretend like we're doing a really good job at hiding it. But here's the difference. Everyone can, it's just all, it's all on display. Everyone can see through the shop window. You're not hiding anything. However, people usually don't see you because they're so worried about themselves and how mm-hmm. they look, and right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, all the monkeys are afraid of how we appear to the other monkeys, but the other monkeys don't even see us anyway because they're too afraid of about how they appear to the other monkey, right? So it's all just a bunch of monkeys. So... What wait, if... wait, wait, wait. Just stop for a sec. <laughs> That's our T-shirt. Yeah, because it's, it's really, it's really, it's such a beautiful statement. I think it, it, it deserves to just be paused for a second to say that moment. It does not matter how nervous you are about walking into the, to the, um, the, the, the prom or the, or the, the networking, right. the networking meeting or the meeting where you're just meeting with the one client that you're really hoping to sell because on some level inside they are just as nervous to meet you 
as as you it's just like just chill yeah because everybody's freaked out the cool kid you know it, it, you don't you don't know this in high school you don't know this in college and you only know it when you're 40 and you yeah. you, you end up meeting uh, meeting the cool kid for coffee you know you haven't seen him in 25 years and you have a conversation with him and you find out that he was just as insecure as you are right right and you're like maybe more oh. because he was on a bigger stage yeah absolutely yeah yeah so he was just as insecure as you and you've spent 30 years you know thinking that you were inferior <laughs> so that or or you were that cool kid or you so, were the cool kid right? so that insight that we have just come to mm-hmm. what does that look like on my homepage well first of all it depends on what it you know again you get really kind of um, esoteric here please it depends on what's what, what what's in your heart right so some people have a business because they really want to make a difference or they really want to and, and I don't want to position that like that's the good way that's the right way business is a business you you found something that you're good at or you found something that you could you saw an angle that nobody else saw and, and you got in there and you turned it into a business that's great so you're either committed to the the, the process of being in business, and it, again, we're talking mostly about service, right? We're talking about the right. service model. Right. If you're in the service model, hopefully you, well, like my motto, give a shit, real, you know, no, really. Hopefully you care about the services you're providing and you care about the impact that you can make. If you do, that's pretty easy to turn into a conversation. Okay. Because if you care about it, you're inspired by it. If you're inspired yep. by it, you can talk about it. And if you can talk about it, you can position the conversation uh, based on other people and how they need to hear it. That's back to what you were saying about don't don't pretend to be the big company, be the authentic company that you are. That's an ex- uh, that's a perfect example. One one way in which I see this violated all the time is when small brands and I know they're one person with like an admin assistant. Right, right. I know this about them. Yeah. But all the copy on their website is we. We do this. We do that. Right. We provide. We don't provide anything. There is no we. It's I. And that's incredibly endearing. Turn it into I. Look, I do this. Oh, but people will think I can't scale. Well, then address it. I can scale because I have a bench staff or I've worked out, you know. You're saying take your biggest fear and and put it right out there on the front and say, this is how I'm anticipating solving my biggest fear. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm. I'm, That's bold. I'm I'm a four man (laughs) shop with a bench staff. Right. Right. So can I scale? Yes. Can I scale today? No. It will take me about 30 days to ramp up and I can scale. If I needed to, and mm-hmm. then there's a whole conversation about how much is enough and how big do I want to get, and right. you know that. But, but <laughs> and, and the fact that you're going to get me at a better price than you would if I was already at scale. Yeah, that's exactly right. All of this, and I, I'm mindful of the clock, and I'm mindful mm-hmm. that Lauren and Keith have some place to go, and, and, <laughs> and, and they. Uh, but I have the advantage of of talking to you about this on a regular basis. I also have the advantage of starting oh, you, you, and I, you and I. Right, yeah, sure. And and I also have uh, this insatiable. I don't know what it is. Where I'm always starting projects and I'm doing things and I'm having <laughs> right. to. I'm doing this right now with this podcast. You've got the, wanderlust of the web. I totally. And so literally last night, I rewrote. I'm I'm writing hacking the red circle sure. website, and I rewrote it five times thinking what were specifically, what was Christopher going to say when he read this? <laughs> because he's going to say, right. this is about you, it's not about them, or it's not about what their problem is. or And, and now, I'm, now I'm so not happy with it because 
I'm, I didn't do the inspiring piece. What you said about this is what life will be like after we've mm-hmm. worked together, mm-hmm. that's a that's big huge. deal. That's huge. And, and, and I, I love alliteration. And I, when I have the conversation with someone, I'm all about what the future is going to look like. I call it painting a picture of possibility. Okay. Right? And so, like, this is what the world is going to look like. So trying to capture that in text in as few words as possible, knowing that the person, I mean, that's specifically the challenge you're putting out to the person listening. How do you um, inspire them, have them trust you, have them like you, have them want to learn more about you, have Mm -hmm. them feel Mm -hmm. like, you, dude, this guy's really, you know, he gives a shit, really, Right. right? right? How do I do that? Because the other constraints are, I, that, that that person is doesn't have a lot of time. They've got ADD. They, you know, you're competing for attention with them. Yeah, you got them on the website now. How do you keep, what, what's the least amount you need to do to keep them there? And I think that's, you've, you've sown a lot of those seeds with me. I hope that this podcast has sown that with the person listening because I don't know that there's, more important thing to focus on uh, at Wavefront, which is my first out of the kitchen job. I came into work and on my door, there was a note that said, nothing happens till somebody sells something. Right. And I was like, oh. Well, c- consider this. I'll drop this on you and I'll drop this on the listeners. This is, this is probably the most important takeaway from this conversation. Okay. <clears throat> What, what I spoke about earlier uh, with regards to small businesses trying to emulate their, their larger siblings, right, is you wind up with this message, this conversation that's very dry because we're trying to appeal to everybody. Mm-hmm. We want to make everybody as happy as possible. We, we want to offend, uh, you know. And my thinking is this. You can either go after, uh, you, you can either do the, the old school kind of slimy marketer uh, methodology, which is all about numbers. Let's get as much traffic as possible and try and squeeze them through this Play-Doh fun factory and, you know, out comes money, right? Or you can appeal to the right customer. So do I want more customers or do I want more better customers, right? So if I want to attract the customer who's going to resonate with me, um, the kind of customer who I'd be willing to work with over the long term, like, you know, I'm I'm, going to build you a website, fine, but really that's just a booby prize. What I I want is a long-term ongoing relationship with you, of which the website's just, you know, the the entree, right? Right. I want you to come to Thanksgiving dinner next year. Yeah, absolutely. neither of us know that yet. Yeah, Yeah, I've got a Christmas card list. Like, it's it's all good. So the more myself I can be and the Mm. more I can communicate my commitment, Mm -hmm. the more customers of a like mind I'll attract. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want. All I need is, uh, let's say let's say 50 customers tops, and then you just work those 50 customers f- over the long term because the web's always changing, there's always a need for more stuff. Wouldn't you wanna have better customers? Yeah, yeah. Right, so if you're trying to appeal to everybody, you appeal to nobody. If you are being absolutely authentic in your marketing, in your web copy, then what happens is you're going to turn off a lot of people, but that's okay. You're going to turn off people that wouldn't have been a good fit anyway. Right. And you're, you're and that's scary. Well, I'd, I'd make a recommendation. There's a, there's a, there's a guy uh, name of Paul Jarvis. Okay. 
And I, I, we'll, we'll put this in the show notes. I yep. would absolutely recommend checking Jarvis's stuff out. He's he's brilliant. And uh, part of why he's brilliant is because he agrees with me a lot. And, uh, you know, that was actually Again, a joke. Again, another that glimpse like, <laughs> into, no, that wasn't a joke. That's exactly how you think. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've, I've had some exchanges with him, and he's, he's just, he's on it, man. Um, his, his URL is pjrvs, meant Paul Jarvis, right, pjrvs.com. And he's doing really terrific work out there. His thing right now is like all about trust marketing, which is very similar to what I'm talking about. Again, trust marketing. Right, right, right exactly. Total conflict. And he's this like he's this 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 awesome. Um, you know, he's young. He's probably he's in his 30s, I think, and he's all tatted out. And you know, he on his Twitter feed is all about his rats. He's got pet rats, but he's also a brilliant marketer because he cuts right to look. Here's what I'm selling. You interested in buying? Let's have a conversation. Not let me try and whittle you down and let me try and get through. Like there's no – the whole strategy should be about how to best tell your story. Strategy shouldn't be about trying to figure out how to best manipulate you. Mm. <laughs> this is the uh, – when you walk under a car dealership and somebody says, hey, what are you looking for today? And right. it's like a car. Why are we starting? Right. Like right. you walk into a shoe store. Hey, what are you? Are you yeah. looking for something specific today? Who brought yeah, the who, shoes? Who brought the smart kid? Yeah. Like just like <laughs> can we can we cut to the part where we're talking the way? You know, can you respect me enough to yeah. get to the part where we talk about what we're actually doing here? Yep. I don't I don't need the preamble. Yeah. So so back to that strategy should be about how to best tell your story and how to best communicate you, not how to best manipulate your viewer. Yeah. Christopher. I want to end on that because I, I love that. That's There's my T-shirt for the day. I'm going to go have it printed, and I'll be wearing it. You, you, you didn't like the marketing monkeys one? Marketing monkeys. Now you talk about sock puppets and <laughs> your data monkeys and all the, this. I, I love all of that. I loved the, tr- the tr- uh, trunk monkey from a couple years back. <laughs> Oh, where it was in, it was a Volkswagen or something. I don't remember. But so, uh, see, I only remember the ad. I don't remember what it was for. But essentially, the guy was being harassed, and he presses the button on the on the car, and the trunk opens up, and a monkey gets out with a with a tire iron and smacks the guy and gets back in the <laughs> tr- trunk. I was like, <laughs> Volkswagen now with trunk monkeys. <laughs> I was like, that <laughs> is. <laughs> I love it. Christopher, thanks thanks for coming back on the show. I want to yeah. reserve the right to recall the witness, Your Honor. No, yeah. nobody's ever gone for a third. So nobody's not ever gone for a two of it officially. Really? Yeah. No, yeah. This we is, did one re-recording. I feel like such a pioneer. Yeah, we had to re-record one because we lost one. But you're right. the first. You're the first repeat uh, customer. Um, thanks, thanks, thanks for coming back. Thanks, thanks for having me. This, this, really this conversation is uh, again. I'll, I, I, it's so important for people to get this. Mm-hmm. Go. Laura and Keith. <laughs> Just the, Go look at else. your website. I love Laura and Keith. Go yeah. look at your website. Well, I'm not going to shout out to uh, uh, people come up to me and, and they're just giggly when I mention them. So yeah. I, I love that. But seriously, look at your website. Who's that website about? Is it about you? Is it about your prospect? Right. A- ask yourself some of these key questions. Is your Facebook, what, what job are these things doing for you? Christopher, you, um, you wrote a lot of our conversation up to make sure that we, you know, we, we stayed on topic. We and and which we did a great job of. Uh, I would like permission to reprint some of these oh, show absolutely, notes. Yeah. So because I think that you go you go into great detail. So the show notes will have all of that. How do people find you out there on the interwebs? Uh, I'm at pixelpod.media. That's P X L P O D P X L P O D dot media. 
And I wouldn't go, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't also let people know that w the thing we didn't talk about, the thing that really lights you up is your <laughs> photography. That's right. And you, um, you know, that, that really Pixel Pot is your day job and you're really, really good at it, but the thing you want to do is around your photography. So how would they find that? Uh, well, my photography site is at misha.media, that's M-I-S-H-A dot media. This dot media is is like a new dot com, right? right. So pixelpod.media, Misha.media. Got it. And I've got a lot of my, my my stuff there. I sell fine art prints. I have got a actually a really cool collection. It's it's called the iconic Santa Barbara collection. And yeah, they're, all... they're spectacular. And you just started a Facebook page. Yeah. And we know what the job of that is. It, is it's to, to get, get them people to, your to website. the website. Absolutely. To buy, yeah, no, <laughs> to buy it's really prints, clear. So yeah. I mean actually nice su recap. success leaves clues. Success leaves clues. Right. Go study wow. what you've done with your website just as a, not to go get you the business, but just see how you've put this thinking into action. That's a great way for yeah. our listener to do it. Thank you so much for uh, being on the show with us. I also want to thank California Lutheran University School of Management and Tolman and Weicker Insurance Services and our podcasting partner, Polestring Press. If you're interested in partnering with our podcast, just drop us a note, partner at 805connect.com. And in a quick 30 seconds, Laura <laughs> and Keith have been waiting for this the whole show. So give us something, Patrick. Uh, you know, uh, just uh, call your mom, uh, rate, rate, review. Let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. Email Mark. Uh, send him lots of photos of uh, your favorite dog. He loves that. Oh, I. how did you know? There you go. See, send me pictures of your dog. Uh, I love With a name like Sylvester, you know I'm all about dogs and cats <laughs> and cats so uh, i would love to hear from you you drop me a note easily mark at 805connect.com thank you so much for listening we appreciate it and until next time this is mark sylvester your host for 805 conversations